stare into a world that was not your own. A world where things you were familiar with were irregular, like staring into a dark mirror or something. There exist such places, you know. Universes that are simply a little... bizarre. Guys, it's time to record Fan Holes, the pop culture science fiction My Little Pony podcast. Today's topic, Someplace Warm, Reasons Why Wolverine is So Awesome and We Heart Him, Part 11. Ah, oh, yes, Michael. I do recall that would be the topic. I didn't have to consult the schedule, what with my didactic memory and all. I do hope we won't veer into another vile discussion about childish toys, or the barbaric sport of professional wrestling again. Hey! You better watch it, Tony! Wrestling's for real men! Not like that kiddie video game crap or those stupid books! Do not mention books in my presence. Well, let's get this party started! Where are all the lobster women at? Smoochy smooch! Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting, stupendous episode of the Fanholes Podcast. As we have been podcasting for quite a long while, we are quite proud and thrilled to announce that this is indeed our 100th episode of Fanholes. So we wanted to do something special for you guys, and this is kind of what we came up with. Uh, this is kind of an indirect, inadvertent plug for uh, the discount comic book service. But I ended up ordering a box of Wolverine Legends over on the Discount Comic Book Service. And the way that Hasbro does their screwy pack ratio or what have you is kind of funny. But uh, you end up getting eight figures in a pack of Wolverine Legends. You get three Wolverines, two Cyclopses, two Sabretooths, and one White Queen. And so it's all kind of disjointed. But I did mention to some of my fellow fan holes... What would you guys would you guys want some of my extras? And immediately Brian and Mike both came back with I want Cyclops. So you know I kind of had a, a dilemma there because I only had one extra spare Cyclops. So what we decided was this: we're going to have a special show for you tonight of Fan Holes Jeopardy, and we're going to be playing a Jeopardy game with all the Fan Holes, and uh, whoever wins this game is going to win Cyclops. And I guess, you know, whoever comes in second place or whatever is going to win Wolverine because there's like three of them in the fucking case. So, uh, and then, and then, um, and then I guess, you know, uh, I guess the, the contestants tonight, you know, Justin and I, uh, both, uh, wrote a bunch of different, uh, Jeopardy style questions for all the fan holes. And what we're hoping is that uh, in some ways this might be kind of a retrospective of the last 99 episodes because we tried to come up with some questions that maybe might make you think about past episodes and, you know, maybe you guys, listening at home can play along and you'll be like, Oh, I remember that. Like that was in such and such podcast, you know, such and such episode. That's where that question came from. Or you might be able to sort of associate the questions with certain fan holes and kind of 
think of, you know, Brian when a certain question is asked or Tony when a certain question is asked or Mike or whoever, you know. And so that's what me and Justin were trying to uh, accomplish with all the questions that we came up with. So uh, Justin's going to help me keep score tonight with all the uh, Jeopardy madness going on. And I guess I'm going to be uh, Alex Trebek and everything. And uh, and I guess we'll, we'll get started here. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Connery, why don't you pick? Ah, well, Matt. I'll take months that start with Feb Trump back. <laughs> For how much? Surprise me, you filthy bastard. <laughs> okay, that's completely unnecessary. <laughs> months that start with Feb for 800. This is the only month that starts with Feb. <laughs> Mr. Connery. Febtober. <laughs> So let's see. So basically how this is going to work is we're going to have two rounds and uh, there's going to be six different categories in the rounds. And just like all the uh, fan holes have been made aware of, um, I'm going to put all those categories down here. And for those of you listening at home, uh, the six categories are comic books, video games, literature, science fiction and fantasy, anime and manga, and film and television. So, like, science fiction and fantasy, anime and manga, film and television, those are all, you know, like, the ands, they're all one category. So I guess, uh, you know, I guess we should introduce all the contestants to start out with, and, of course, let everybody know who's here on the podcast. Uh, my name is Derek, Derek WC, and I'm going to be your host for tonight. And why don't all the fellow fan holes who are contestants or not contestants uh, give a shout-out tonight to let everybody know who's here. Hey, this is Brian Breakdown. I'd like to take this time to congratulate Mike on winning Cyclops. <laughs> this is Mike Thunderwing, and I'd like to console Brian for winning Wolverine. Truly, truly a fate worse than death. <laughs> Uh, hi, this is Tony Chainclaw. Even if I win, I don't think I get anything. No, you get you get Stell's leg. <clears throat> oh yeah, I get a leg. I would also like to lay claim to Stell's leg. <laughs> oh, now I have to win. <clears throat> let, 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 if, 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 if Tony it, it, it has to be at least uh, second place to Mike to win Stell's leg. Okay. If, if I win, I'm giving Brian Cyclops even if he's in third place. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Wow, so the stakes are really, really amped up tonight, people. Like, everybody's at each other's throats. Hey, Justin, give a shout-out, because you're here, and you wrote questions, and you worked hard on this. I'm here, and I wrote questions, and they were really hard, but not really, because I'm smart. You got to <laughs> No, um... Let the games begin! Awesome. Justin, help me keep track of math, because between the two of us, we can't, like, add 2 plus 2 equals 4, but we'll, we'll do our best, or whatever. So I guess we'll just get into the whole thing and uh, start with um, with round one of Fanhole's Jeopardy. So, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, have at it, guys. Um, I guess what we should do is, does anybody have, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip a coin or something to see who, who starts first or whatever, I guess, or something like that. So I, 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 will, I will graciously bow out since these two guys are actually playing for something, and whoever wants heads or tails out of Brian and Mike can, can go first. Okay, I'm flipping the coin. Heads. Tails. And the winner is heads. So yeah. Brian is going to uh, get 
you know, first category pick. I know that's not how it works on regular Jeopardy, but fuck it. We're not really slavishly following the rules. We're just having fun. So uh, go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, pick your category and then what the, uh, you know, what, what uh, you know, monetary value it is. And then give me a few seconds to catch up maybe because I might have to look through some stuff. But, yeah, go for it. I will take video games for 100. All right. Video games for 100. The world-famous Super Mario Brothers were developed by this Ah, Japanese ah, game ah. developer. Okay, I think that was... I'm pretty sure that was Elmo, so... Yeah. uh, Elmo is Brian's buzzer. What is Nintendo? Sorry? What is Nintendo? No, we're looking for the Japanese game developer. (laughs) Sorry, Brian. Uh, so I think that was Tony. Uh, Shigeru Matsumoto? That is the correct answer, but... Oh, who is Shigeru Matsumoto? It needs to be in the form of a question. Isn't it Miyamoto anyways? I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill anybody on pronunciation, but yeah. Oh! (laughs) Well, this is all yours to take, Mike. (laughs) Who is (laughs) Shigeru Matsumoto? (laughs) <laughs> that is, that is that is. He didn't correct. buzz in. Yes, I did. I did. Oh, I didn't hear. It. That 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 is uh, yeah, correct and in the form of a question. So so what are we looking at, Justin? What 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 do we got so far? Two two negative one hundreds for yeah. Brian and Tony, <laughs> and a hundred bucks for Mike. So it's, it's doing it's, better than I thought, Mike. And uh, since Mike answered that question correctly. Um, Hang on, let me get a pen, because I want to scratch out. I wouldn't have known that either. (laughs) I'm going to scratch out this question. Okay, so since Mike has answered this question correctly, uh, you know, in the form of a question, uh, it is now his choice of category, so go for it, Mike. Um, I will take comic books for 100. All right. Comic books for 100. Alexander Power went by this code name as a member of the team called the New Warriors. I think Mike got that. Yeah, I, I heard Optimus Prime first. Uh, who is Power Packs? That is correct. Who is Power Packs is the correct answer. Is Tony's buzzer still going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very long. All right. Okay. On the so bright side, I didn't now, lose money. <laughs> so I guess, I guess now uh, what Mike's at 200 and Brian and Tony are at negative 100. Okay. And the the ball is still in uh, Mike's court. Okay. Uh, I'll take uh, anime and manga for 100. All right, anime and manga for 100. The author of the manga, Lupin the Third, goes by this pen name. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did somebody buzz in? <laughs> no, I think I was too late. I think I was right. I, I was just, I was just gonna say, who is like shit face? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have gotten you like negative something. So it's probably good that you didn't do that. So. Sorry, guys. Uh, time's up. 
the answer we were looking for is who is Monkey Punch? Monkey Punch is the pen name of the manga Lupin the Third. Hey, hey, Derek, um, you need to be more condescending like Alex Trebek and be like, we were looking for Monkey Punch. Monkey Punch. Yeah, come on, even a two-year-old could tell you that Monkey Punch <laughs> is the pen name of manga <laughs> Lupin the Third. Okay. So, um, I guess we'll just, uh, uh, I don't how do they do it when nobody, um, if, so, if nobody gets it, I think the mic until someone takes it. Yeah, the last person who got one right keeps going. Oh, okay, so then, then I guess Mike is still, still in charge of the board here. <laughs> okay, uh. But, um, th- does, does Mike, wait, this is the one thing I don't get is, like, so nobody answered, so nobody loses any points, right? That's right. correct? No. Okay. Yeah, nobody loses anything. It's just, it's just a... Way to be dumbasses, dumbasses. So. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. All right, so Mike is still in charge of the board. Okay, um, I will go with comic books for 200. All right, comic books for 200. Scalp Hunter belonged to this Native American tribe before joining Mr. Sinister's Marauders. I- I'm going to let that go, but let, let, let me finish the statement before you buzz in or whatever. But okay. that's Tony. So, um, okay. Still going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, uh, uh, yeah, you buzzed in. I, I could be wrong, but I want to say it was Apache. Who is it? What is okay. Apache? Okay, uh, gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta answer in the form of a question. I, I did correct myself before that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, uh, no, it, it, it is not Apache. Apache is not the tribe. Uh, we're looking for. So I guess that's going to be what? Negative, negative three, 300. Four, negative 300 for Tony Jackson. Um, if, anyone else, if anyone else wants to buzz in and pick this up, uh, do you want me to, to repeat the, the, the clue again? I, I'm not going to know it, so <laughs> I might want to ask. No, I, I'm not even going to take a wild guess. So. Okay. Uh, the answer we were looking for, uh, it was Scalp Hunter belonged to this Native American tribe before joining Mr. Sinister's Marauders. Uh, what we were looking for is, what are the Comanche, the Comanche Indian tribe? Damn, that was going to be my wild guess. Um, but... I think I got wrong. Mike's still in control, I think. Oh. Tony did select the Daily Double. So, Tony has an opportunity to answer this question and, uh, you know, make a minimum bet from five to a thousand on uh, this question. So go ahead and let me know which what what your what your bet will be. And then we'll go ahead and uh, this off. is huh? <laughs> take it off. right? <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. OK. Well, since I jumped the gun, I guess it did kind of work out for me. I'm only going to bet 500. <laughs> OK, 500. All right. Okay, four five hundred, and uh, of course Tony is the only one who has the opportunity to answer this. This famous illustrator and painter, after suffering a stroke, taught himself to paint with his left hand. Uh, Jean Gerard Mobier. Uh, that's not the answer we're looking for, and also it has to be in the form of a question. Oh, yeah. So what we're looking for is uh, who is Frank Frazetta? 
Wow, did not know that. Frank Frazetta. Okay. So, yeah, well, that's why it's a daily double. The the, the difficulty is going to be a little harder. Because so. I was doing so well with the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, I do remember Justin mentioning that, but I didn't remember in time. I was like, didn't Justin say something about that? Or something? Yep. I, yeah. If you haven't seen a documentary on him called Painting with Fire, watch it. It's really great. And they, they kind of show you, like, him actually, like, painting a... Uh, a panther with his left hand is really awesome. Cool. So okay, I'm at I'm negative still... 700 now. No, negative eight. Eight. 800. Negative eight. Still okay. doing better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so I guess Mike is still in charge of the board. I'll take uh, science fiction for 100. Okay. Science fiction and fantasy for 100. Dr. Fujiyama created this female ninja robot on the original Sunbow Transformers cartoon. I think that was Brian? Was that Elmo I heard? I also was, but yeah, I don't know who got first. I wasn't To me I heard like I heard Optimus Prime first. Okay, what did what did you hear, Justin? I heard Optimus first. Oh, Optimus? Oh, okay. All right, so I'll, I'll defer to like that. That's another thing, you guys. If I don't if I don't hear it right, just let me know. So, um, so I guess we'll go to Mike, and then the other thing is we should we, you guys should wait until I finish though. Okay, you, I, I thought you were saying like only on the daily double. Yeah, that's what I just asked. If we could yeah. pause that, that's, that's <laughs> no, I, I just meant like 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 yeah, you should wait till I finish reading off the clue. But I mean, I everybody think they can buzz has, in at any time in real Jeopardy, but we can. Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. I thought I thought you had to wait. Like I thought people were penalized if they didn't. I don't you think so. Whenever I thought the whole point was they eliminated that from the game so that people couldn't just. Well, yeah. Usually, how they do it on Jeopardy is they they don't penalize people, but they kind of catch people because they'll be like you know. They'll be like, this famous creator created this character, and people buzz in, and they'll be like, but his brother was more famous for this character. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. All yeah, right, you buzz in at your own detriment because you don't hear okay, the whole question. Okay, okay. All right, uh, Mike, then. Uh, who is Nightbird? That is correct. We were looking for who is Nightbird. Nightbird is the female ninja robot created on the original Sunbow Transformers cartoon created by Dr. Fujiyama. So what is the that? Fa- the famous scientist. The famous scientist, Dr. Fujiyama. Optimus Prime, come quickly! It's Dr. Fujiyama, the famous scientist! So what, what does that put us at, Justin? Like, what's Mike at now? 300. Mike is at 300. And Brian is at negative... 100, 100. I think. 100. And Tony is crying in a corner. Is at negative 800. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Mike is still... In this awesome, action-packed round one of Fanhole's Jeopardy, Mike is still in charge of the board. He's so filming the mouth for the Cyclops, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is this is for Cyclops. <laughs> this is for all the Cyclopses. So, um, all right. So, um, go ahead, Mike. Pick, okay, pick. Um, <laughs> um, Brian already took video games for 100, didn't he? Yes. Correct. Okay, so I will take video games for 200. Okay, video games for 200. The popular catchphrase, the cake is a lie, comes... Okay, so that was that was definitely Brian, right? Yeah. 
Okay. What is portal? I'm going to finish the statement. The popular catchphrase, the cake is a lie, comes from this first-person puzzle platform video game. What is portal, Alex? That is correct, Brian. <gasps> what is portal? <laughs> is the game we are looking for. Still doing way better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, now Brian is at 100, uh, Mike is at 300, and Tony is at negative 800. I'm at the craft food service table by now. <laughs> All right. If I say this incorrectly, someone can correct me. But it looks like Brian is uh, now uh, co- making a comeback, and he is now in charge of the board. Uh, I'll take video games for 300 or 400, sorry. Yeah, yeah, video games for 400. All right, video games for 400. The famous Capcom video game character Mega Man goes by this name in his country of origin, Japan. Um, it, to me, it Tony, sounds like it. it was Tony, but yeah. is that accurate? Yeah, I think I heard Tony like a split second before I hit my button. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll go with uh, – uh, uh, go ahead, Tony. Uh, yeah, I would say, what is Rockman? That is correct. That's the answer we're looking for. Who is Rockman? Rockman is the name that the famous Capcom video game character Mega Man goes by in Japan. So uh, what that brings Tony to negative 400, right? Yeah! Awesome, awesome. And Tony is uh, also making a comeback. He's now in charge of the board. I'm going to choose science fiction and fantasy for 400, Alex. Okay. Science fiction and fantasy for 400. This character replaced Dr. Beverly Crusher on the USS Enterprise during the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Sounds like it was Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I <laughs> Your buzzer is way too long. <laughs> Penalty. Too long. <laughs> oh. At least people know it's me. <laughs> All right. And are you ready for my answer, Alex? Yes. Who is Dr. Kate Pulaski? That is correct. The answer we are looking for is who is Commander Dr. Catherine Pulaski. So that is correct. And now Tony has a score of zero dollars, right? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tony, making a comeback, getting getting out of the red. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, so how does everybody feel about Kate Pulaski? Obviously, even though Brian and Mike, uh, at, I, I assumed that they were both pretty avid watchers, at least of the next generation. So I figured that might be a question for them, but, but I guess Tony got in on that action. I was um, drawing a blank. I was just going to answer the old lady. <laughs> the old lady. Yeah, the old that's, lady. that's how Brian feels about her. The old lady. Um, okay. So Tony is now in control of the board. All right, it's been good to me so far. I don't think we've hit this one yet, so I want to go to science fiction and fantasy for 200. That is correct. We have not hit that. Science fiction and fantasy for 200. This heroic robot character in the Godzilla franchise was the winning entry in a Toho-sponsored contest for elementary school students and was briefly considered for a spinoff series. I, I think I heard Tony's buzzer. 
<laughs> it's like the, the second half of it confirms that you heard Tony's buzz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, in case I missed somebody buzzing in first and, and, and it was overpowered, I just want to verify and make sure. But, yeah, okay, so Tony. Okay, I was going to go with who is Jet Jaguar? That is correct. Who, uh, Jet Jaguar is the heroic robotic character in the Godzilla franchise. And then I thought that this was a fun bit of trivia that apparently he was the winning entry in like a, a Toho sponsored contest. So like, I guess elementary students came up with Jet Jaguar. So, and I know that, that Brian was a fan of uh, Jet, Jet Jaguar. <laughs> so. All right. So Tony is now at 200. Uh, Mike is at 300. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yes. And Brian is at 100? Yes. I think so. Okay. And Justin, you can type in if I'm wrong. With any of this stuff. That's why I sound unsure. Um, okay. So uh, Tony is now in charge of the board. Uh, I'm, hopefully we can keep the momentum going. Alex, I'll go for science fiction and fantasy for 600. Okay. Science fiction and fantasy for 600. As, as the monetary value increases... The questions hopefully get a little more difficult. In the Star Wars holiday special, Chewbacca has a son with this name. I think <laughs> Mike got that. No, I think Mike got me for, oh. for me. Did, was, was, did, did Mike do? Uh, yeah, I did. Time? I did mine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sometimes I can't hear it. So. All right. I I, I think Tony's uh, uh, buzzer is overpowering. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> I don't. I don't hear anything but Yo Joe. So, but okay, go for it, Mike. What? What is? Uh, your... Who is Lumpy? That is the correct answer. We would have also accepted who is Lumpy, who is Lumpawaru, or who is Waru. But Lumpy is the correct answer. <laughs> so that puts. Uh, let's see. What is it? Is is Mike at nine hundred now? It should be nine hundred now. Yes. Okay. Mike is now at nine hundred. Uh, Brian is at 100? Yes. Okay. And Tony is at, what's Tony at? 200. 200. Okay. All right. Come on, so, Brian. Uh, Doing exactly all... as well as I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's tired of all these comeback shenanigans and has retaken control of the board. So uh, lay it on us, Mike. What uh, what direction are we going in here? Um. I'll take comic books for 400. Okay, comic books for 400. Todd McFarlane Spawn stabbed this villain to death with popsicle sticks oh. and ice cream scoopers. <laughs> so who was... You've got to have a ruling for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not trusting my judgment anymore. I heard Tony's buzzer. Yeah, I think that was Tony. All right, yeah. Tony. Yeah, I'm probably going to go negative on this one again because I thought it was going to be uh, somebody else. But uh, that's what you get for going too early. I'm going to say, who is... God. Uh, why not? Who's the violator? Uh, I'm sorry, Tony. Um, who is the violator is not the answer we were looking for. I'll just repeat the entire uh, uh, clue. Um, in case anybody else wants to buzz in. Um, so that was 400, right? 
So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm back down to negative 200. Negative 200. Okay, so Tony's at negative 200. Uh, the full clue is Todd McFarlane's spawn stabbed this villain to death with popsicle sticks and ice cream scoopers. <laughs> I, I know who it is. I don't know his name, though. Ah, okay. Um, so I guess time's up. Uh, the answer we were looking for is, who is Billy Kincaid? Yeah, he's uh, like Billy a child Kincaid killer. Billy Kincaid was the, the grubby, fat ice cream guy who was the whole child molester. Who? Yeah. Well, I, I knew he was a no-name. I just thought it was going to be Batman when he said, stabbed him with it. And I was oh, it's the battery. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Spawn kills him in issue five, but for some reason he has a lengthy subplot in the HBO Spawn miniseries, because I guess he's supposed to be like a senator's son in that instead, or something like that. So anyway, so yeah, that was um, that was Billy Kincaid. Um, so I guess the control of the board is still with Mike, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Okay, well, I might as well... Let me see. Uh, is there a movies topic? Don't yeah, there is. Um, there is a... Film and television, which no one has oh, touched okay. yet. Okay, then I'll go with film and television for 100. Okay, film and television for 100. The song... Let's see here. The song, Where Everybody Knows Your Name, by Jerry Portnoy and Judy Hart Angelo, is the theme song of this television sitcom. That was totally Mike. Yep. Okay. What is... What is Cheers? That is correct. What is Cheers is where the theme song, where everybody knows your name, is from. That television sitcom. I'm trying to sound like Alex Trebek, I guess, but not working. <laughs> I, I don't um, remember okay. last time. I, I thought you were going to be like, this television song is everybody knows your name, and it stabbed this guy with ice cream. <laughs> 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 and it also is uh, a daily double question. So, um, let's see, what's Mike at now? Because he just won the $100? A thousand even, he should be at. Yes. A thousand? Okay. So, uh, this, you can make a bet from $5 to $1,000, and it's obviously going to be in the same category, film and TV. So, uh, just let us know what you want to bet, and then you, you are the only one who can answer this question, Mike. Okay, um, I'll just bet 100 bucks. Okay, yeah, 100 dollars all right, $100. <clears throat> Before playing medical examiner Ducky on NCIS, David McCallum played a secret agent in this classic 60s television show. Crap, I know this one, too. Nope, no, I don't. Okay, uh, time's up on that. What we were looking for was, who is the man from Uncle? That is the classic 60s television series. Where I, know, I didn't know the guy's name, yeah. Yeah, where David McCallum played a secret agent. Okay, so um, then that's negative uh, 100, so what is that, 900 that Mike's at now? Yes. Okay, Mike is at 900, uh, Brian is at 100. Yes, mm -hmm. keeping it warm. And Tony is at... Negative, Negative two. two. Negative two. All right. Um, I think the daily double doesn't mean anything, though, as far as control. I think Mike still controls it. 
Yeah, Mike Mike is still in control, I think, right? Okay. You're the host. <laughs> you can tell us if I'm still in control. All right, so. Mike is in control. Okay, um, I'll take uh, video games for 400. All right, video games. Oh, we, we that was asked. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, whatever the next one is, then uh, 600. Video games for 600. All right. Yeah. Video games for 600. The newest chapter in the Elder Scrolls series, Skyrim, takes place 200 years after this 2006 RPG. I heard Brian. Yeah, uh, that was Brian. So what is Oblivion? That is correct. The answer we were looking for is, what is the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion? That is the correct answer. Uh, hey. So that brings uh, Brian to 700? Yes. Awesome, awesome. Making a comeback, yeah. <laughs> Brian is, is in Thanks control. Vote, Mike. <laughs> Brian uh, is in control of the board. I'll uh, go video games 800. Video games for 800. Technology allows a game player's save files that were created in the first and second of this video game trilogy to have a lasting impact on the third and final installment. I heard Brian again. Uh, what is Mass Effect? That is correct. What we were looking for is the Mass Effect trilogy. That is correct. So, yeah, I guess the idea is if you have a game save in the first game for Mass Effect, all those decisions you made with your character carry over into the future games. Mm -hmm. so that's a pretty cool feature. And Brian is still in charge of the board. I'll finish out video games for probably the last question I have a chance at. Okay. Um, so that's video games for a thousand. Uh, what, what's Brian at now? I think it's 700. 1,500, I think. 1,500? Might be fair. Yeah, because that, that was 800. He just got the 600, and he had the $100. Okay. So, yeah, that's 1,500. So, so Mike is at 900? Yes. Yeah. And, and then Brian's at 15, and Tony is at negative 2? Yes. Okay. So, uh, video games for 1,000. In the original Kingdom Hearts video game, this television heartthrob provides the voice for Squall, also known as Leon. I have a guess, but not for 1,000, so screw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no takers, huh? Nope. Okay, time's up. The answer we were looking for, the TV heartthrob who provides the voice of Squall or Leon in the original Kingdom Hearts video game is... David Boreanaz. Come on, guys. <laughs> Even a two-year-old can tell you that David Boreanaz is the voice of Squall or Leon in Kingdom Okay. So, I guess uh, uh, Brian still has control of the board, right? Yeah, he just closed out that uh, that uh, that topic, so he can pick whatever okay. he wants to know. Yeah, nobody, nobody answered that. We're all still at the same scores. Uh, Brian is at 1,500. Mike is at 900, and Tony is at negative 200. And Brian is still in control of the board. Video games is closed out. What's left in um, film and television? Uh, film and television, uh, we've got 200 to 1,000 open. Okay, I'll go 200. 
Film and television for 200. On the television series, Angel. This is the name that Holtz chooses after he abducts and raises Angel's son, Connor, as his own. I, I believe I heard Optimus Prime. I think that was mine. G2 Prime was talking. Who is Steven? That is the correct answer. Uh, we would have also accepted his full name, who is Stephen Franklin Thomas Holtz. But yes, he goes by the name Stephen. It's cool. I mean, my parents are liars and I can never trust them again, but it's cool. So, okay, that is putting the board still with, uh, let's see, so what, Mike has now 1,100? Yes. And Brian has 1,500 and Tony has negative 200. So the board is in control of Mike. Let's see. Um, I'll take comics for 800, I think, is the next one. Okay. Let's see. Uh, the next one is 600. But oh, okay. Yeah, 600. Yeah. Six. Okay, six. All right. Comic books for 600. This one-time provisional member of the West Coast Avengers... Used an extraterrestrial amulet to fight crime. I um, believe I heard Mike. Yeah, it was Mike. Okay. Uh, who is Moondragon? I'm sorry, that's not the answer we were looking for. How, many, how much money is this for? Uh, it's 600. Um, so, was that Tony buzzing in? Yeah. Okay. What's your answer? Stupid buzzer? Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but hell, in for a pound, in for a penny, right? Who is Darkhawk? That is the answer we were looking for. Darkhawk was a one-time provisional member of the West Coast Avengers who used an extraterrestrial amulet to fight crime. Um, I could have sworn he was just a regular Avenger, but whatever. Okay. Um, so, let's see, that was 600, right? So Mike was at 1,100, so that puts him at, what is that? Can't even add or subtract. Minus six is five. So Mike is now at 500. Uh, Tony is at 400. And Brian is in the lead at 1,500. All right. Uh, So I believe that puts the control of the board with Tony. I think science fiction and fantasy still has is it 800 or 1,000 left? Um, Both of those are still left. I will take 800 for science fiction and fantasy. Science fiction and fantasy for 800. In the science fiction television miniseries V, the final battle, this toxin dispersed by hot air balloons proves the visitor's undoing. Mm. I take a pass on that one. I don't know that one. Anybody else? All right. Time's up. None of you guys like V. Yeah, I was like, I think you're the only one who likes V, Derek. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, but that's why that's why it's an $800 question, because I figured it would actually be sort of hard. Um, what we were looking for is, what is the red dust? The red dust is what Wow. Driving off the visitors, you know, that's the toxin that drives them off the planet Earth. So if you're fans of the 
or be the final battle, you would know, and you're yelling at your podcast right now, you morons, it's the red dust. Um, so. I am a moron. <laughs> is that is that swarmy enough? Is that Alex Trebek enough? That <laughs> you guys are all morons? <laughs> <laughs> nice and condescending, I like it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, nobody got that, so Tony is still in control of the board. Uh, let's go ahead and close out science fiction and fantasy for a thousand. All right. Science fiction and fantasy for 1,000 in the James Cameron film, Aliens. This is the designation provided by the Wayland yutani Corporation of the planet where the Nostromo landed in the first Alien film. Crap. <laughs> oh, man. I... I... It's like mixed up in my head, so when I say it, it's not going to come out right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not positive, so I can't risk it. Okay. All right, I guess time's up on that as well, so nobody's going to get the $1,000 question. Uh, what we're looking for is LV426. LV426 uh. was the name of the planet or the designation of the planet provided by the Wayland yutani Corporation in the James Cameron film Aliens. So that Why did they go for that? I was going to say E.L. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> so that closes out... Uh, I was going to say T.J. Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> planet T.J. Hooker. <laughs> So that closes out science fiction and fantasy. Ironically enough, literature is a category that remains untouched to this point. And, uh, <laughs> you illiterate fools. Just, on, just so you guys know, literature is untouched. Um, we've got two, uh, 800 and 1,000 left in comic books. Anime and manga is pretty much entirely open except for 100. And from 400 to 1,000 is open in film and television. So... Just to right. everybody abreast and up to date. Um, yeah, abreast. Yep. <laughs> there you go. And I think I'm still in control, so I'm going to go yeah. for film and television for 400. All right. So, film and television for 400. This pet greyhound is the family dog of the television family, The Simpsons. I think I heard Optimus Prime. I get it too. Yep. yep. Who is Santa's little helper? That is correct. Who is Santa's little helper is what we were looking for. Santa's little helper is the pet greyhound that is the family dog of the Simpsons. Uh, so that puts Mike at, what, 900 now? Yeah, 5 plus 4, 9. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, you know. <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm not saying the math to make you feel stupid. I'm just like doing the math in my head to make sure. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just making sure, like, because I, I, you know, sometimes I'm not really keeping track of what everybody's numbers are. So, if I'm wrong, just let me know. Um, all right, so Mike is now in charge of the board. Okay, let's go with anime for two hundred. Okay, anime and manga for two hundred. This would be the last Gundam anime series to be directed by Mobile Suit Gundam creator Yoshiyuki Tomino. Sounds like that was Mike pretty clear. Uh, what is Turn A Gundam? That is correct. Turn A Gundam is the last anime series to be directed by Tomino. 
I haven't okay. watched that. I feel stupid. <laughs> and so, I haven't watched uh, it Mike yet either, but I knew uh, that. <laughs> All right, so Mike is now in control of the board. Brian is still in the lead. Okay, uh, let's go with anime for 400. <clears throat> anime for 400. Name this Japanese title for the American adaptation that was called Battle of the Planets. That one was close. Yeah, that that sounded like almost like a tie. I don't know. What does it sound like to you, Justin? I thought I heard Optimus like right before. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to uh, to Justin. So so he does have his he, ear right on the receiver of the phone. Yeah, so. yeah. You can, we can see in his little avatar. He's got his, <laughs> his ear right in the phone. So all right. So um, so we'll go with um, we'll go with Mike on that. Uh, what? Give us your uh, your answer, Mike. Oh, what is Gachamon? That is the correct answer we were looking for. Uh, we would have also accepted the full name, which is what is Science Ninja Team Gachaman. <laughs> so that uh, that brings uh, Mike to uh, 1,500 now, right? So he's now tied with Brian. So there is no lead. And, um, we'll have to cut Cyclops in half. I know. Like, <laughs> we'll have half of half an eye. <laughs> Derek's gonna have to go all Solomon on cycle. Uh, I'm like, I'll just I'll just open it up and send one of you guys to build a figure puck part. <laughs> <laughs> I got pucks are uh, awesome. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's see here. So that means uh, Mike is now uh, in charge of the board. Uh, let's go with literature for 100. Ooh, daring. Finally, we're cracking open literature after <laughs> not touching... I, ho- I hope the answer's R.L. Stein. I'd like right now to thank Justin Barber for coming up with all the questions for this round. Two weeks of his life wasted researching this. Awesome. Interestingly enough, Justin and I both came up with a series of questions for this, but I actually ended up excising a bunch of them because we came up with more than what we needed for uh, literature. But actually, uh, I thought maybe mine were the easier questions, so I actually put my first set of questions in this round, and then Justin's set of questions are actually in the second round. So um, if you're mad, you can blame me. So so, literature for 100. This character in Charles Dickens' novel, Great Expectations, manipulates the love life of the lead character, Pip. Sounds like Yo Joe to me. <laughs> lay, lay it on us, Tony. I would say, Who is Miss Havisham? Awesome. Yes. Who is Miss Havisham was the answer we were looking for. That evil, evil bitch, Miss Havisham, totally fucks with Pip and Great Expectation. I'm glad that the, the fan holes viewers know that I at least made it to the sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 100, so what does that put Tony at? 500? What, what was he at before? Yeah, I'm at 500 now. 500. Okay. All right. And now Tony is in control of the board. Um, because I'm a very cultural person. Let's go back to films and television for... <laughs> okay, films and television for what, for 600? Uh, yeah, let's go for 600. All right. Films and television for 600. This is the artificial intelligence played by Kevin Spacey that watches over the character Sam Bell oh. in the 2009 film Moon. I... Oh, Damn it! Um, 
Wait. I just fucking edited this podcast. <laughs> and see this movie. Who is, who is Gertie? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was like, I know this, but I didn't even see that movie. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that is the yeah. correct answer. The answer we were looking for is who is Gertie? Gertie is the intelligence played by Kevin Spacey in the film Moon. Okay, so that brings, um, let's see, what, what are we at? Does that bring Mike to 2100? Yes. Okay, Mike is at 2100. Brian is at 1500, and Tony is at... Uh, 500. 500. Okay. And Mike is now in control of the board. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll keep going along Tony's uh, route. Uh, what's what's the next science fiction and fantasy? Uh, no, it's uh, from a television. Oh, 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 television. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we closed out science fiction. Uh, it's film and television. Next is 800, and we got 1,000, too. Yeah, 800. Oh, 800 science fiction and, uh, I mean, uh, film and television. Film and television for 800. In the film <laughs> Casino Royale from 2006, although they played Baccarat in the original novel, this card game is played in the film version instead. Uh, what is Hold'em? Th- that is the correct answer. 2,900 now, Jesus. So, so yeah, the, the, the card game was Texas Hold'em. So, yeah, that's the correct answer. So Mike is at 2,900, Brian is at 15, and uh, Tony is at 5. Okay, um, just so everybody is in the know, um, we still have three more uh, categories or three more monetaries for anime and manga. Uh, we've got uh, four, five more for literature, and we've got two more for comics, and one more to close out film and television. Okay, I will take, um, let's see... Uh, Anime and manga for what eight hundred now or a thousand? Uh, six hundred. Oh, six hundred. Okay, uh, okay. six hundred. I like anime going in and order. manga for six hundred. This popular anime and manga series has also been adapted into a series of rock musicals and live bankai shows. Hmm. Uh, that was Mike. Oh, I might blow everything here, but I I think I've got a good guess, because I think I remember you talking about this. So what is Bleach? That is the correct answer, and Uh, I did did talk about this. It's like I had a vague recollection of you mentioning When you said Bankai, I thought it might be Bleach, but I didn't want to risk it. Yeah, I I threw in Bankai because I thought it was unfair to, like, just put, like, rock musicals because I thought it was kind of generic, so I thought I'd give you guys a shot. Um, But, yeah, the Bleach musicals are awesome. Um, Awesome. Watch them. Um, All right, so, wow, 29, what is that, uh, 35, 3,500? 3,500 for Mike. Uh, Brian is at 1,500. He was in the lead. (laughs) And uh, Tony is at 500. I'm over here! <laughs> if Tony and Brian added their scores together, they would not get what uh, okay. it has. I'm, I'm feeling saucy. Let's do literature for 200. Awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's close out this literature thing, man. Literature is rad. Reading books is cool. Uncle Uncle Justin says so, so we, we know it's true. All right. <clears throat> so we got literature for 200. George and Lenny's dream is to have a farm where Lenny would tend to the rabbits in this 
1937 novella from John Steinbeck. Sounds like that was Tony who buzzed in. Yeah, I think that was me. Okay. All right. Uh, what is Of Mice and Men, Alex? Yes, that is correct. We are looking for What is Mice of Men. That was John Steinbeck's 1937 novel. Tender to rabbits, George. Tender to rabbits. <laughs> All right. So that brings Tony to 700. And Tony is now in control of the board. Just because it's been oddly good to me so far, why the hell not literature for 400? Literature for 400. In Frank Herbert's Dune, the protagonist, Paul Atreides, takes on this alternate name as part of his initiation into the Fremen tribe. I heard Mike buzz in. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Treachery is afoot. I think what you heard was crickets. (laughs) So I guess I'm I'm assuming that's that's nobody? I have a vague idea, but I'm going to be wrong, so yeah, I'm out. All right, time's up. And this would have worked for science fiction or film and television or anything. Uh, The answer we were looking for is, what is Paul Muad'Dib? Paul Muad'Dib. Uh, Muad'Dib, yeah. Paul Atreides took when he became part of the Fremen tribe. Okay, so no big deal. You guys just don't like shit that I like. <laughs> Try looking into that place where you dare not look. You'll find me there staring back at you. You mustn't speak! We're, we're going with uh, Tony is in control of the board, so um, Tony is in control. Pick a All right. Bob. Well, since the the topic isn't Dune. I, I'm, I'm feeling good about this one, so literature for 600. <laughs> okay. Literature for 600. This American play from August Wilson featured James Earl Jones as the character Troy Maxson in its Broadway premiere. Hmm. Shit. I have an idea again, but I want to risk it. I thought maybe I talked about this on the podcast, but can I make a guess after you do the BB beat just to see how close I could have been? I guess, yeah. If if, if Brian and Mike well, don't have the problem. answer, well, no, uh, if you guys figure it out, if you guys know it, go ahead and be down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess that means time is up. Um, so did. did did you do you want to make the guess still now without any consequences or? I just want to see if I, I should have gone for it. Death of a salesman. No. Good. Excellent. Uh, I made the right choice. No, that's not even the right author. So. I was I was gonna say Darth Vader goes to Washington. <laughs> okay. So uh, what we were looking for is Fences is the play. What is Fences by August Wilson that featured James Earl Jones as the title character. I thought I had maybe brought it up before because I thought it would be funny to hear like Darth Vader as Troy Maxson, but I don't know if I said that on a Star Wars podcast or not. Okay, so I guess that means Tony is still in control of the board, but nowhere closer to being out of third place. How's that for Swarmy? Thanks, thanks, Trebek. Um... <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> Your mother. <laughs> um, um, why not? Uh, I've gotten two. I got two. Um, didn't answer it. So let's keep going with literature for eight hundred. Literature for eight hundred. 
while Mark Twain wrote four novels that included the character of Tom Sawyer, this novel does not use his name in the title. Yo, Joe. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? I'm sorry, that has to be in the form of a quote. Oh, uh, oh yeah, well. <laughs> what are the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Even though I already lost it. <laughs> Does anybody else want to buzz in? Yeah, hint. <laughs> I'm right, guys. <laughs> Just didn't do it right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> what what are the adventures of Huckleberry Finn? That is correct, Mike. <laughs> okay. I, I forgot I could do that. <laughs> All right. So, I'm gonna get in the way of like Derek and you know, mentioned like you know this has to be the form of a question. I'm like, guys. <laughs> you, you guys know you can buzz in after that happens, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's right. I oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I was All right. It out. Okay, so yeah, Mike is correct. Well, I guess Tony's correct, but he just should have asked as a question. Um, so uh, that puts Mike at what forty three hundred. Yep, I think I'm at negative again. Oh uh, yeah, because you got it. You didn't ask as a question, so you were at what was what was Tony at before this? He was at seven hundred. He is now at okay. So now he's at negative one hundred. I could still do shit. Okay. Um, I guess Mike is now in control of the board. Uh, there's one more to close out literature. There's one more to close out film and television. We've got two more open in anime and manga, and we've got two more open in comic books. Okay, let's go with comics for 800. Okay, comic books for 800. This pink-haired sex pot originally appeared as a supporting cast member in the Marvel UK series Death's Head 2, and would go on to feature in the Nova ongoing series as a member of Project Pegasus. Why not? <laughs> okay, Tony. <laughs> Who is Motormouth? Uh, I'm sorry, that's not the uh, that's not the answer we were looking for. Tony is now at negative 900. Uh, Brian and Mike still have an opportunity to answer this question. Uh, I only know one like f female supporting character, and I don't think it's her. So, as Tony nervously smacks his cigarette, smacks my cigarettes. Is that you, Grant Morrison? Okay, I guess that means time's up. Uh, the answer we were looking for is, who is Dr. Evelyn Necker? Shit, that's who my guess was going to be. Damn Dr. It, Necker... I didn't think she a, had pink hair. ...was an ongoing uh, member of Project Pegasus in Nova, and she appeared in the UK Death's Head 2. Okay. So, uh, nobody answered that, uh, and I guess the control is still with, um, with Mike. Okay, let's go with comics for a thousand. Comics for one thousand. 
This speedster from DC Comics. See, they have to be DC Comics questions because it's Brian and Mike, and they're going to be the harder questions because they don't know about this stuff. This speedster from DC Comics served as a mentor to a multitude of characters who utilized the extra-dimensional energy of the speedster. <laughs> Sounds like that was Tony. I'm going to say, who is Max Mercury? That Alex? is correct. Max is the answer we were looking for. So what does that bring Tony up to 900? 900? Bring it up to 100. Yes, Tony's at 100. <laughs> oh, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> Tony's out of the red. Oh, he's he's just at 100? Jeez, okay, I can't even keep track of this anymore. All right, so Tony's now at 100, out of the red, in control of the board. Comic books have been closed out. The remaining categories, uh, there's one left in film and television, one left in literature, and two left in anime and manga, and we will be done with round one. So, which of those would you like to go with, Tony? Let's go ahead and close out film and television for 1,000. Film and television for 1,000. This is a little difficult, because it's a $1,000 question. It's actually looking for a quote from the movie. In the film, The Godfather, Peter Clemenza says this famous line... To Rocco about firearms and pastries after Rocco has shot Polly. I heard Mike. Okay. Um. I. I <coughs> leave the gun. Take the cannolis. I'm sorry. That has to be in the form Damn of a question. <laughs> Justin, I'm looking to you for a ruling, because I heard both of them at the same time. I think I heard Elmo first. Okay. We're going to go with Justin's ruling. So, Brian? What is leave the gun, take the cannolis? That is the correct answer in the form of a question. (laughs) Damn it. See, Tony, you're not the only one who can forget that. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I guess what, that brings Mike down to, what, 3,200? Oh, woe is me. I know, right? What a loss. <laughs> is, is that right, Justin? I've, I've got 33. Oh, 3,300. Okay. That's why I'm just checking, because I'm not... I'm not uh, my brain can't hold all this massive information all at once. Uh, so that means Brian is at 2,500? Yeah, he should be. 1,000, yeah. Okay. All right. And then Tony is at 100. So uh, film and television has been closed out. The board is in control of Brian. He has uh, literature and anime and manga to choose from. I'll um, take literature for a thousand. Okay, yes. literature for one thousand. Uh, hold on a second. I got sixteen for Brian. I don't know where you guys got twenty something. Because it was worth a thousand. Yeah, that was worth a thousand. The last I, I, I thought he was at fifteen hundred, so I said he's at twenty five hundred now. But if he was at 16, then he's at 26. I don't remember getting 100 points recently. Oh, okay. So, so it should <laughs> I have myself marked at 2,500, so I guess yeah, I'm doing it, bad math. Like 1,500 this whole time? Yeah, because he closed out like video games and like shut up for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So so that's where the... the, the, the he just answered a $1,000 question, so... Okay, so this was the... Brian chose uh, literature for 1,000. Tom Stoppard wrote this play 
that expands upon the exploits of two minor characters from Shakespeare's Hamlet. Uh, I believe that was Tony Jackson. Uh, what is Rosencrantz and Gilderstein are dead? Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are dead is the correct answer. Uh, that's what we were looking oh, I for. That too, yeah. Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are two minor characters in Hamlet, and Tom Stoppard's play expands on their exploits. So yeah, cool. All right, Not so that puts uh, Tony at <laughs> eleven hundred. Right. So that puts Tony Jackson in control of the board. Uh, he doesn't have much of a choice. It's either anime and manga for eight hundred or one thousand. Let's go for eight hundred. All right, anime and manga for eight hundred. This individual is finally victorious in the final battle of the tournament saga in Akira Toriyama's Dragon Ball anime. Can you repeat that? I can. This individual is finally victorious in the final battle of the tournament saga in Akira Toriyama's Dragon Ball anime. The, the answer seems too obvious. <laughs> um, so that was my... it sounds like it sounds like Mike buzzed in. So yeah. Um. I guess who is Goku? I'm sorry, that is not the answer we're looking for. But they're like all tournament sagas. <laughs> don't don't argue with the Trebek. <laughs> okay, so that that I just want to so that puts Mike at 2200, uh, and I heard Brian was in his Elmo. Uh, who is Chichi? You said who is Chichi? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's not the answer we're looking for. Uh, she so fought in that, the first tournament, though, right? Isn't that the only time she ever fought was in the original Dragon Ball? I yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All right. Just to be clear, what what are the scores again, Justin? I have Brian for seventeen, Mike for twenty-five, and Tony for eleven. Okay. Okay. So we'll go with that. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this, but why the hell not? Okay, Tony is going to try to answer the question. Who is Jackie Chun? That is the correct answer. That's the question oh. looking for. I call bullshit for vague question. <laughs> Why? It's it, the tournament saga in the anime. That's the only thing it's ever labeled. Like okay, Dragon well, if they, uh, if you're using like some, I guess you must be using some kind of weird like Funimation DVD labels or something. <laughs> That's that's the only thing it's called. If you go to the Wikipedia, like all it says for Dragon Ball is tournament saga, and who wins the tournament saga? And I would have accepted this too as Master Roshi or Jackie Chun. So okay, that's, that's what well, we. Were, that's uh, I get I get your reasoning, but that was like because like I would have I would have called it like you know like, like I don't know like the twenty third like Tenkaichi Budokai or whatever. But yeah, well. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to talk about the Tenkaichi, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I would call it. Some, well, I was like, because there's like four tournaments, like in the at the end of Dragon. I was like, and when you said finally victorious, I figured it was Goku because he only wins at the fight, like at the very last one. You know what I go, uh, okay. Mike? Being well, at eight hundred so, points. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we're we're giving it to Tony. Like I don't. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So so what's I'm the world champion. I'm the world champion. Yes, I am the champion. <laughs> So um, what's um, what's Tony at now? Nineteen. Okay. So Tony's at nineteen. Uh, Brian is at twenty seventeen, and and Mike is at twenty five. Yes. <clears throat> Come back, kid. Woo. Um, and that, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that means there's only one question left on the board, but Tony is in charge of the board. Let's go ahead and close it out, Alex. I'll take anime and manga for a thousand. <laughs> anime and manga for one thousand. The last question that's going to close out round one. This is the lead character Shin's favorite live-action superhero on the English adaptation of the anime series Shin-chan. Produced by Funimation Entertainment. I think Mike got that. Yeah, I, I thought I heard Optimus Prime, so I'm going to go with Mike. Uh, action Bastard. I'm sorry, that has to be in the form Damn of... Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to go with Mike. What Jeff. the hell was that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard elbows. Alright, so we're going to go with Brian. Uh, who is Action Bastard? That is the correct answer in the form of a question. <laughs> All right. So, um, what are we looking at? We got minus a thousand uh, on Mike. What does that bring him to? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen hundred, and then uh, Brian is positive. So, what is that? Brian's at twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay, so Brian's now in the lead with twenty-seven. Mike is at fifteen, and Tony is at. 19, right? 19. 19. Okay. How quickly the winds of change have affected everything. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So this is exciting. Okay, so that's the end of round one. Uh, after this break, this little intermission, uh, we'll come back and do round two. So stay tuned, guys. Okay, welcome back, fanholes listeners. We hope you enjoyed listening to round one of Fanholes Jeopardy. So things are going to get a little more heavy, a little more serious as we go into round two, because round two is going to be double Jeopardy. So just so everybody's clear on what that means, uh, the categories are all the same, but the monetary values for the clues are different. And I've just posted those down there just to give the other fan holes a reminder of the new monetary values. Um, so when last we left, uh, let's see if I remember. I think Brian was in charge. Brian yeah, was in charge, and Brian was in the lead, right? Yep. Brian is at 27? Yeah. yeah. 2,700. And then, what, Tony was at 17? 19. 19? And Mike was at 15? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Brian is in the lead, so we're going to give Brian uh, the first choice of this open board. Um, and, of course, all the categories are the same. So, um, I'll do literature for 200. 
Okay, we're going to break into it right away. Looking forward to literature questions. Literature for 200. Tom Hanks starred in the 2006 film version of this novel. That would be Mike. Okay. What is the Da Vinci Code? What is the Da Vinci Code is the answer we were looking for. That is the correct answer. So uh, that brings uh, Mike to 1,700, and Mike is in control of the board. Okay, let's go with uh, film and television for uh, 200. Okay, film and television for 200. The series of comedy sketches from Son of Cliché, known as Dave Holland's Space Cadet, would be developed into this BBC science fiction comedy. Uh, I'm going to look to Justin on this because I'm really not sure. Yeah, I, heard I, I, thought, I know I heard Tony for sure, but did anybody else buzz in? No, I think, I think it was just Yeah, it was Tony. Okay. Go for it, Tony. Uh, $200, I think I should be okay. Uh, what is Red Dwarf? That is the answer we were looking for. Red Dwarf is the science fiction comedy series from the BBC that was developed from comedy sketches from Son of Cliché. It was Dave Holland's Space Cadet. I think Justin would have strangled me if I didn't get that one right. <laughs> All right. So Tony is at 2100 now, I think. Yes. And Tony is in control of the board. Uh, let's go back to my favorite category. I want to take science fiction and fantasy for two uh, for two hundred. Yes, science fiction and fantasy for two hundred in the computer generated television series Beast Wars. Megatron eventually gives the maximal experiment known as Protoform X this name instead. That's yeah. That was Tony. Who is Rampage? That is the answer we were looking for. Rampage is the name that Megatron gives the maximal experiment known as Protoform X. So that brings Tony up to 2300, I believe, and it puts Tony in charge of the board. So keep going, uh, Tony. Let's keep on rolling. Uh, science fiction and fantasy for 400. Science fiction and fantasy for 400. On the television series Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the prophets were worshipped alien entities that reside in the only stable wormhole in the Bajoran system, who were exiled from the wormhole for committing acts of evil are known by this name. <laughs> I believe I heard Mike. Yeah. Uh, what are the pa wraiths? That is correct. So uh, what, what does that bring Mike to, Justin? 21. 2100. All right, and Mike is now in charge of the board. Okay, let's go with comic books for 200. Comic books for 200. This artist replaced fan favorite Mark Bagley on the Marvel comic series... Is Brian going to answer? Uh, who is John Romita Jr.? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the pitfall of not waiting for the question to be finished. 
I had uh, to take the chance. That's not the answer we we're looking for. So I guess uh, what was Brian at? And I guess it's negative two hundred on whatever he was at. I'm down to twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll start again. Uh, this artist replaced fan favorite Mark Bagley on the Marvel Comics series Thunderbolt. Mike. Mike. Uh, who is Patrick Zercher? That is the answer we were looking for. Who is Patrick Zercher? Patrick Zercher replaced Mark Bagley on the Marvel Comics series Thunderbolt. I believe that was after issue 50. Why do you um, laugh at my answers, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I will go with uh, comics for 400. Okay. Comic books for 400. Colossus's family descended... From this real-life historical figure. Uh, That was was close. I I thought I heard Brian first, but I'll I'll look to Justin for a ruling. Yeah, I thought I heard Elmo. Yeah, I didn't ring it at all, so what name? Okay. Brian? Uh, Who is Rasputin? That is correct. The answer we were looking for is who is Grigori Rasputin? Okay. I even knew that, but I was just like too slow. Damn it. Colossus is like way easier to kill than Rasputin, by the way. <laughs> yep. You just need a sentinel. Do not stop! Take us both! Okay, uh, I, now I'm totally lost, so Justin, give us a, give us a, a score breakdown of what everybody's at. Brian is at 29, Mike is at 23, and Tony is also at 23. Awesome. Thank you, Justin. You're the man. And, um, let me see here. Oh, no, I think no. Brian's in control now. Yeah, Brian is in control of the board. Uh, video games for 200. Okay. Video games for 200. This Namco mascot guest appears in the fighting game Street Fighter X Tekken uh, as a playable <laughs> character. And that was Brian? Yep. Uh, I'm going to take a guess, and who is Pac-Man? That is the answer we are looking for. And uh, Pac-Man is a playable character in the game Street Fighter X Tekken, and he is also the Namco mascot. So that puts the control of the board with Brian. Um, I'll take video games for 400. Video games for 400. This anti-hero of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise went on to get his own video game. It sounded like I heard Tony and Brian at the same time. What did you hear, Justin? I thought I heard G.I. Joe before. Yeah, I think Tony was slightly ahead. We're going to go with Tony. All right. Uh, My answer is going to be, who is Shadow the Hedgehog? Uh, That is the correct answer. That's what we're looking for. Shadow the Hedgehog is the anti-hero of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, and he did indeed go on to get his own video game. So uh, give us a breakdown of the scores, Justin. Brian is at 31, Mike is at 23, and Tony is now at 27. Cool. And now that puts control of the board with Tony. I could be wrong, but I think we're... At 800 on science fiction and fantasy, and I want to go for that. Okay. Um, is that the next score level, or do we not do? Yeah, four? yeah. 800 is the next at uh, science fiction and fantasy. You are correct. Uh, right. Science fiction and fantasy for 800. This former James Bond 
also appeared on the BBC science fiction television series Doctor Who as Rassilon, a great founder of Time Lord Civilization. So that was Tony Jackson that buzzed in? Uh, my answer is going to be, who is Timothy Dalton? That is the answer we were looking for. Timothy Dalton was a former James Bond, and he appeared on Doctor Who as Rassilon, a great founder of Time Lord Civilization, for all those Whovians out there. All right. So what does that bring Tony to? 35. 3,500, and control of the board is now with Tony Jackson. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go out of the box. I don't think we've done anime and manga yet, so let's go for that for 200. All right. Anime and manga for 200. This well-known manga author is responsible for works such as Galaxy Express 999, Space Battleship Yamato, and Captain Harlock. Mm. Oh, damn it. You know, if you don't get this right, Renaud does not love you. Yeah, no, I was going to say Renaud. <laughs> he was going to be my answer. I have an idea, but I could be wrong. Uh, I heard Mike. Um, Did anybody else buzz in? No. no. Mike, right? Okay. Damn it. <laughs> question, Mike. Over I, thought question. It might, I thought it might come to me, but it didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're not accepting that, Mike, so uh, sorry that's... Uh, but uh, I did hear Tony buzz in. All right, I rang in. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but it's only $200, so why not? Who is Go Nagai? I'm sorry, Go Nagai is not the answer we were looking for. Okay, I, the only other person who, who could buzz in is Brian, um, but sounds like he doesn't want to. Mm-mm. Okay, so Renaud does not love all of you. <laughs> Uh, the answer we were looking for is Liji Masamoto Damn it. is the creator of titles such as Space Battleship, Yamato, Captain Harlock, and Galaxy Express 999. Okay, I thought that was an easy one, but I guess not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, so, I knew it. it didn't come to Thanks, me. Alex. And, and so I guess... I guess, I guess if I got wrong, it goes to Brian, I guess. Uh, is Brian so Brian still in charge? No, of the you board? still keep the you still keep the uh, picking the categories. Oh, okay. So Tony's in charge of the board. Okay. Yep. Uh, anime and manga screwed me, so fuck that. Um, where are we at on film and television? Are we at four hundred or eight hundred? Four hundred. I'll do film and tele- uh, film and television for four hundred. Film and television for four hundred. While he was best known as Jack Tripper. On the sitcom Three's Company, John Ritter played this character on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I know what he played, but I... Oh. Crap. Because the answer Um, I give is correct, but it's not his name, so I I won't get it. uh, Who is Ted? Yeah, the answer we were looking for uh, is, who is Ted? Ted is the character that uh, John Ritter played. He was, he was the robot dad, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he, was, he was with I, Buffy, I, Buffy's I, bomb. I remember that, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I would have accepted Ted Buchanan, and I would have accepted Ted the robot as well. 
Um, but Ted is the correct answer. Who is Ted? Is what we were looking for. So yeah, like, I remember uh, the character. I just didn't remember his name. Shit. Oh, well. Okay. No big deal. You know, we're we're all about fun and trivia here on this fan hold. Uh, yeah, so Mike is about that? fucking Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> all about the Cyclops. So what what does that bring us to? What are we looking at, Justin? Uh, Brian is thirty-one. Mike is at twenty-five, and Tony is at thirty-three. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, and that puts control of the board with Michael. Okay, let's do comic books for 800. Okay, comic books for 800. The Kingpin's son, Richard Fisk, also went by this criminal identity. Uh, I think that was Mike. Yeah, I, I thought I heard Mike. Uh, the Rose, or the... Uh, who is the Rose? Damn it! No, no, you, you corrected me, sir. I'll, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> Brian was all over that shit. <laughs> like, I think it was Black Rose, so I would have got it wrong. Um, yeah, the Rose, yeah, that's the correct answer that we're looking for. Seriously. And also... We, we've also uh, run into the Daily Double here. So, um... Mike got that question correct. The Rose is the Kingpin's son, and he also went by that criminal identity. Um, and so this is the $2,000 comic book daily double. So, Mike, you can bet anywhere from $5 minimum to $2,000 for your maximum bet, and you are the only person who can answer this question. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, I will bet 500 400. Okay, $400? Yep. All right. This ridiculously themed video game villain fought the Scarlet Spider and served as a member of the superhero team Thunderbolts. Who is Joystick? That is the answer we were looking for. Mike, you have also won the Daily Double. What does that bring Mike to? I think it was 800 total. He got because he had a four hundred question and he yeah, had that four hundred. I've yeah. got thirty-seven. Okay, thirty-seven hundred. So who's in the lead right now? <sighs> Mike with thirty-seven. Mike at thirty-seven, and then Brian's at thirty-one. Thirty-one, and, and Tony is at thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay, <clears throat> and the control of the board is still with Mike. Okay, let's go with uh, uh, what? What has has something not been touched yet? Uh, I don't think we touched. Uh, no, I think we touched everything. Uh, I'm looking. Um, no, I think everything's been hit up at least once. Okay. Um, what's the next highest science fiction? Uh, let's see here. I think it's at 1,200 now. Yeah, 1,200 is the next highest science fiction. Okay, let's go with 1,200 for science fiction. Okay, science fiction and fantasy for 1,200. In both the film and subsequent television series called Alien Nation. The beings known as newcomers can become inebriated from this first beverage. Sounds like Tony Jackson knows the answer to this. Alright. Crap, I should listen to the whole damn thing. What is... Shit. Uh, what is... Oh, shit. What is shit? Shit. <laughs> is, that, is, that your, 
Is that, that is not my answer. answer? That is not my answer. What is... I know it's fucking alienation, too. That's what sucks. What is... Crap. What is water? I'm sorry. That is... Not only did, did you pretty much exceed your time, but water is not the answer that we were looking for. Uh, um, down to 20-something. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, does anybody else want to buzz in, or...? Nine. Okay. Uh, so... I guess time's up on that for anybody else to buzz in. Uh, the answer we were looking for is, what is sour milk? Sour milk makes newcomers <laughs> inebriated. It's like they're drinking alcohol uh, on Alien Nation. My mom used to watch that show, but I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Me jumping the gun and paying the price. So, um, I guess the control of the board is still with, uh, with Mike. Okay, um... TV and film for 800. Okay. TV and film for 800. This is the name of Bender's dog who has been fossilized in a museum exhibit that Fry brings him to. Uh, it sounded like Mike buzzed in on that to me. Who is Seymour? That is the correct answer. Seymour. Although the question was wrong. Yeah, you it's, said it's ben, not... Bender's dog? Yeah. It's Fry's, it's Fry's dog. dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Red flag. <laughs> I was going to say Robo Puppy, which is the answer that I was, you know, going with. <laughs> Does Bender have a dog? Yeah. He kicks it and he hates it because it keeps doing what he wants. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Sorry. My bad. Um, hey, I, right. I got Jackie Ch- Chun. I will let him have Seymour. It, it, it's yeah, yeah. So I guess that's fine. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> All right, so what what does that bring uh, Mike to? Forty-five. Okay, and then uh, so I guess Mike is still in control of the board. Yep. Okay, let's go with the video games for eight hundred. Okay, video games for oh, it's um yeah yeah video games for for eight hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Uh, this Metroid franchise was a series of two-dimensional side-scrolling games until this entry in the franchise. I heard Elmo. So yeah. what, uh, what is Metroid Prime? That is the correct answer that we were looking for. Metroid Prime is the first uh, that was not a two-dimensional side-scrolling game. It was actually uh, sort of third person whatever mabob game shooter yep yeah three three four sense person whatever you want to call it yeah okay so uh justin why don't you give us a rundown of all the scores and that puts brian in control of the board brian is at 39 mike is at 45 and tony is at 21 but i'm not i'm not in negative i'm i'm, I'm happy um video games for 1200 video games for 1200 in the Japanese release, Fight, Super Robot Lifeform Transformers Mystery of Convoy video game, this Decepticon would be the boss in the final stage. Oh, I heard Elmo, so that brings up... Um, who is Trypticon? That is the correct answer we were looking for. Trypticon is the final boss in the Japanese Famicom 
Transformers Mystery of Convoy video I, game. I couldn't remember if it was Trypticon or that fucking badge. <laughs> the big Decepticon badge, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll stay with video games for, uh, what is it, 1,200 now? or? Uh, it's 1,600. Okay, well, could you do 1,600, please? Okay. So, so Justin, you got that? Brian just got the 1,200 question? Yep. Okay. And now 51. Okay. 1,600. Video games. The actor, Keith David, lends his considerable vocal talents to this character from the Halo video game franchise. That was Brian. Crap. Um, who's uh, Colonel Anderson? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the name of the video game, darn it. Are you sure? It was Halo. No, it's okay. I don't have it. All right. All right. Uh, the, the actress Keith David lends his considerable vocal talents to this character from the Halo video game franchise. That was, that was Mike. <laughs> All right. I'll just try with having a seizure. But... <laughs> Who is the Arbiter? That is the correct answer we were looking for. Keith David voices the Arbiter in Halo 2. Kill me or release me, Parasite. But do not waste my time with talk. Good I didn't answer. I was going to say Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> he he was in Mass Effect, and he plays Anderson. So but I didn't. Know what the game was. Uh, well, he, he's in a lot of video games. Yes, yeah. he is. All right. Yeah. So uh, what what are we looking at for scores now, Justin? After that, upset. Uh, Brian is at thirty-five. Mike is at sixty-one, and Tony is still at twenty-one. Mike's making that big money, money. All right. So I guess that puts the control of the board. Uh, with Mike. Okay, let's go with uh, literature for 800. Okay, literature for 800. This professional magician wrote over 300 stories featuring the character The Shadow. Crap. <laughs> Damn it. Play right on the edge of my brain. Anybody want to buzz in? I got nothing. I don't know about the other two. Yeah. Okay. Time's up. Uh, the answer we were looking for is who is Walter Gibson? Walter Gibson oh. is a professional magician, and he wrote over 300 stories featuring the character The Shadow. I probably would have said, like, who is Alec Baldwin? <laughs> I would have been like Buster Crab just to be, like, out of the box. Awesome. Uh, just so you know, uh, it, it, not that we ever were planning on going in order one way or the other, but uh, $400 is still open in literature, and we've got twelve to 2000 in literature. Uh, we've got a bunch of categories open in anime and manga, film and television, uh, two more in science fiction and fantasy, three more in comic books, and one more to close out video games. And yeah, the Mike, control the board, Yeah, the control of the board is still with Mike. Okay, let's go with anime and manga for 600. Okay. Anime and manga, uh, it's, it's, um, it's either 400 or 800. Oh, okay, 400 then. Okay, anime and manga for 400. This manga about... The humorous adventures of a little girl robot named Arali 
Norimaki and her inventor, Senbai Norimaki, is said to have launched the career of Akira Toriyama. Tony? Uh, what is Dr. Slump? That is the answer we were looking for. Dr. Slump is a manga about the little girl robot and her creator that launched the career of Akira Toriyama. And that puts control of the board with Tony. All right. Oh, uh, see. I think we still have some more in literature. Are we at 800 on literature? Uh, let's see here. I think we skipped. Like, Mike did 800 on literature, but... Okay, let's do 400. Yeah, we'll do 400. Is open, so... Okay, literature for 400. <clears throat> After selling stories to pulp magazines, this author dropped out of college and eventually created a famous barbarian. And why did I do that? Because I know the answer now. I can't think of it. Crap. <laughs> okay, it sounds like Tony buzzed in. Man, I shit the bed, too. Um, it's in my head. I can't think of it. Oh, Conan, Conan, Conan. Crap. I'm just going to give a last name, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, who is Howard? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the correct answer. Um, uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm going to go to Justin on that. He wrote the question. What's What's your ruling on that, Justin? I don't know if we should accept that or not. What do they do in Jeopardy when you just give like part of the answer and like throw it out? I don't know. I know it's not Ron Howard. I know that much. Um, Does anybody know what they do if they just do a partial answer in Jeopardy? Well, in real Jeopardy, I think they'd throw it out. But you kind of said if we gave like part of a name um, on some things, like you'd take it. So I'm fine with him getting the point. You could give him like half points or something. All right, well, it's a, okay, let's do that then. It's a, it's a $400 question. We're not going to deduct anything, but we'll just give him half of that. So, 200 is fine with me. I will not bitch about that. Yeah, 200 is fine. Uh, the full answer would be, who is Robert E. Howard is the author. Oh, it totally slipped my mind. When I... But, uh, you know, Tony told us who is Howard. Um, well, uh, that, I guess that's half of the answer. So we're going to give him half of the points. Uh, just I, did, to... I, I did name Conan, too. I knew it was Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> So, uh, Justin, what, what does that bring everybody's uh, score total to? Okay. Brian is at 35. Mike is at 61. And Tony is now at 27. Right. Okay. All so right. it looks like, oh, good. <clears throat> looks like Mike has, uh, has regained the lead and is holding the lead now in round two. Um, and um, let's see. So who – I think – is is it still in control? Mike is still in control? Is that right? Oh, Tony yeah. Was, yeah I well, I guess he only got half credit. Well, oh, yeah. You, yeah give, give Tony control. Yeah, all right. Tony, Tony has right. control of the board. All right. All right. I'm, I'm de deferring to you guys, whatever you guys Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Fair. Yeah. Tony has control of the board. Um. Yeah, literature kind of fucked me on that one. So I'm going to go with film and television. We're at 1,600, I think. Uh, 1,200. 1,200? I'll go for the next highest one, 1,200, yeah. Okay. Uh, film and television for 1,200. 
Name this film franchise where actor Vin Diesel refers to Paul Walker as the Buster. Yeah, I don't that know. Was a tough one. Everybody fucking buzzed in. It was like we were all Fast and Furious to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Give it away, Brian. What? Uh. I want to say that Brian got it, but like just like like I heard Elmo. Justin, what did you? I want to say that I got it, but just because I'm greedy. But I I I really couldn't tell. That's the reason why I say I got it. But yeah, that was very close. Yeah, I don't know who got it. I really can say that in all honesty. So nobody knows. Justin, you're the you're the judge. You gave me leniency the other time, so if you don't want to be lenient this time, that's fine. I'm going, to, I'm going to go with Brian. Okay. I, I, I'm going to defer to Justin as the judge in matters like this. So uh, we'll go with Brian. What's your answer, Brian? Uh, what is the long and storied film series, Mr. Mom? No, wait, Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to accept that. Uh, what is Fast and the Furious is the film franchise where Vin Diesel refers to Paul Walker as the Busta. <laughs> the Busta. The Busta. <laughs> And that is, yeah, that is the correct answer. Uh, and, um... Nice. And, uh, so Brian also has hit uh, the Daily Double. Um, what am so I rocking this, for points, Justin? Yeah, so so for this, um, you can bet anywhere from $5 to $2,000 is your max bet. Um, and only, um... Only, um... Brian can answer this question. I have Brian at 47. He asked what his score was. Oh, oh, 47. Okay. Um, so Brian, and what category is it in, or do I not know? It's random. It, it, the category is in film and television uh, within the... You know, I'll go 500. Okay. $500. Okay. Okay, this is the question. William Shatner and John Lithgow have both played the main character in this Twilight Zone story. Oh, I know that one. Damn it. Me too. I don't know. You can buzz me out. Okay. Um, So time's up with that. Um, So the answer we were looking for is, uh, what is Nightmare at 20,000 feet? Um, so, so since he didn't answer, it's is it negative five hundred then? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, so what does that bring Brian to? Forty-two. Okay. All right. So you you gave it a shot. Um, yeah, but that's what we were looking for. Nightmare at twenty thousand feet is the uh, famous episode with William Shatner. You know, there's a man out there. Yeah, I knew I knew it was a plain one, but I didn't have any clue what the name was. Yeah, what the title was, and and that I was gonna say like I was gonna say something like terror at like a thousand. Yeah, 10, I thought I thought it was terror at twenty thousand feet. Yeah, yeah, it's nightmare at twenty thousand feet. But yeah, okay. And it so, did not involve a vacuum cleaner going evil. <laughs> and it's not, it was not in black and white. Um. All right. Uh, so I guess that's still. I, I guess that still puts the control of the board with Brian. Yeah. Uh, what are we, what do we have left for literature? Uh, literature. Uh, we've got it from twelve hundred, sixteen hundred, or two thousand. I'll do twelve hundred in literature, please. Literature for twelve hundred. This author created the character of. Let me see. 
I'm sorry. This author created the character Elric of Meliborn as a direct antithesis of Conan the Barbarian and the Lord of the Rings series. Oh, that's some Dungeons and Dragons shit. I don't know that stuff. Not on this one. Mike and Brian, have fun. <laughs> Sad thing is, I know the characters. I don't know who, who did that. Okay, so time's up on that one. Uh, the answer we were looking for is, who is Michael Moorcock? Michael Moorcock is the author who created the character Elric of Meliborn as a direct antithesis to Conan the Barbarian and the Lord of the Rings series. And has a funny name. <laughs> so Brian still has control of the board. Um, literature for 1600? Literature for 1600. This famous science fiction writer invented the term grok. Shit. Oh, go big or go home, whatever. Okay, Tony has buzzed in. I know I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to lose points for this, but I'll go with... Crap. I'll go with Robert Heinlein. I'm sorry, that has to be in the form of a question. I don't know, so I probably got it right. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> go ahead, Mike, risk your points. <laughs> no, thank you. You guys, okay. All right, so... Time's up. Tony was right, he just didn't ask it. Yeah. The oh. uh, The answer we were looking for in the form of a question was, who is Robert Heinlein? And Robert Heinlein is the famous science fiction writer that invented the term Grok. He was, um, the, guy that, he was the guy who did Starship Troopers, guys. Yes, yes. Yep. That was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, what, that's negative 1,600 on Tony? What does that bring him to? 11. Uh, okay. So, what, what's the, uh, so, um, let's see, so, I guess, what, it's still, Brian's still in charge of the board then, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's Brian's finish up literature for 2,000. Okay. Literature for 2,000. These two characters, literary characters, were revealed to be Secret Brothers in the novel A Feast Unknown. That's that Game of Thrones shit, isn't it? No, I think that's A Feast of Crows. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, either way, I don't know it. I'm, I'm, I'm dead in the water on that one. Last call. Okay. The answer we were looking for, the two characters that are Secret Brothers... That is revealed in the novel A Feast Unknown. Who are Tarzan and Doc Savage? Wow, that, that is oh, so Savage. a Justin question. <laughs> to be secret brothers in the novel A Feast Unknown. And okay. It, 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 turns out, it turns out their dad is like Jack the Ripper, so it's like really crazy. Well, <laughs> of course, naturally. Is that, that, is that that weird novel where like yep. they're all they're all kind of doing weird erotic stuff and yeah, they, okay. they like eat testicles and stuff to get immortality. Wow, a feast you don't hmm. want to know about. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so we 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 closed out literature early this time because everybody was jonesing to do the literature. So uh, <laughs> just so everybody knows, um, we've still got anime and manga. Uh, we've got film and TV, science fiction and fantasy, comic books and. One more category in video games to close it out. I think I'll take the last video games. Yeah. Okay. So Brian's in control of the board. He's doing video games for 2000. 
This iconic boss from Silent Hill 2 has a geometrical shape associated with ancient Egypt. Sounded like it was Tony, right? Yep. Okay. I would say, who is Pyramid Head? Uh, We will accept who is Pyramid Head. Uh, We would also have accepted who is Red Pyramid. But Pyramid Head or Red Pyramid is the iconic boss from Silent Hill 2 that has the geometrical shape associated with ancient Egypt. I didn't want to say Pyramid because that would have given it away. I I, I ran with it with geometric. I don't know why. I was like, Pyramids! So that closes out video games. Uh, Justin, why don't you give us a rundown of all the scores? Ryan is at 42. Mike is at 61. And Tony is now at 31. Yeah. Cool. And now Tony is in control of the board. Uh, I think we still have one more in science fiction and fantasy. Um, let's see here. Two more. 1,600, 2,000. I'll go with 1,600. Science fiction and fantasy for 1600. On the science fiction television series Battlestar Galactica, the youth Foxy has a canine s companion known as a dagger that goes by this name. Yeah, Foxy's uh, companion, unless I'm wrong, is who is Muffet? That is acceptable. That is the answer we were looking for. We would have accepted Muffet or Muffet 2 because uh, Roxy also had a Daggett on uh, the lo- the first colony that was, you know, a real-looking dog that was called yeah. Muffet. But, yeah, we will accept Muffet as the answer. So that is the correct answer. Boxy had a Daggett named Muffet. And believe it or not, it was portrayed by a little orangutan or something, like, on the series. <laughs> nice. It was like this poor orangutan got dressed up as a... Freaking robo dog or something. Yeah, he's like um, a weird robo dog with fur. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, to my chagrin, they never had these awesome CGI daggets on the new series that like eight people or something. Um, I was really sad. Every week I would watch <laughs> and I would hope for a CGI daggett that would like eat people, and it never, never came. Um, so I was really sad about that. All right. Uh, Tony is now uh, in control of the board and has, uh, you know, uh, almost closed out science fiction. We've got one more left. So, All right, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, 2000 for science fiction and fantasy. Science fiction and fantasy for 2000. Wilford Brimley played this character in the Star Wars universe in the television special Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Oh, God. I remember it, but I, yeah. The name I, don't, I don't know his name, yeah. Brimley Bot. Yeah, I was going to say Brimley Bot. <laughs> I think his name was Diabetes. 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 <laughs> All right, so nobody knows the answer to that. Unfortunately, I was hoping somebody might know. I would have even just accepted his first name. Uh, we would have accepted who is Noah Brickwallon or who is Noah, because I believe Sindel kind of was like, Noah! You know, uh-uh. so we would have accepted Noah. I was going to say Uncle Quaker Oats, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we wouldn't have accepted that. It's the right thing to do. (laughs) Captain Diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So, that closes out science fiction and fantasy forever. Um, The remaining categories that are open to us are film and television, 
anime and manga and comic books. Uh, I'll go for the next one on comic books. Is that twelve hundred or sixteen hundred? Uh, twelve hundred. Twelve hundred on comic books. All right, we'll go with twelve hundred. Bob Badansky, a writer famous for his work on Marvel Comics Transformers, created this Marvel Comics superhero. Crap, I have an idea, but I want to get it wrong because that's a lot of money. Mike Sounds like Mike has buzzed in. Oh, man, I don't know this for sure, but who is Sleepwalker? That is the correct answer. Yes! Nice! <laughs> who is Sleepwalker is the correct answer. Bob I knew it! I was like, uh, it's probably some 90s lame-o. <laughs> Bob Zampi is responsible for creating the 90s lame-o Sleepwalker. I, I was going to fucking say Circuit Breaker, so yeah, good job. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike is uh, large and in charge and back in control of the board. Okay, um, let's go with the the last one. Is that the last one for comic books now? There, there's two more. Sixteen hundred. Okay. Two thousand. Let's go sixteen hundred comic books. Sixteen hundred <laughs> comic books for sixteen hundred. This Avenger began her comic quote unquote career as the main character of a romance comic. That's Mike. That's Mike that buzzed in. Who is motherfucking Hellcat? <laughs> we will accept who is motherfucking Hellcat. Uh, we would also accept who is Patsy Walker, also known as Hellcat. But we will accept who is motherfucking Hellcat. Who wrote that question? <laughs> if, if if you have been listening to Fanel's podcast, you would know that Justin is a fan of Hellcat and made Mike read the Hellcat <laughs> Initiative mini. <laughs> I hate you. But I did that so you could get this question right. <laughs> That's true. It, yeah, see, it, if you haven't know. gone through the pain and suffering, you would not be... What is Mike at now? Mike is at 89. And what Whoa. is everyone else at? Brian is at 42, and Tony is at 47. Okay. So the board is still in control of uh, Mike, so Mike, you are guiding us. Okay, let's go with uh, television and film for... What's the next highest one? Uh, 1,600. Uh, 1,600 then, yeah. Television and film for 1,600. Before he worked on Marvel's The Avengers, Joss Whedon received screenplay credit for co-writing this Pixar animated film. Crap... Oh, man. Sounds like Tony buzzed in. Yeah, it's going to kill me, but I'm going to go for it. Uh... Crap. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Uh, I'm going to say I got two in my head. I'll go with the most popular. What is Toy Story 2? Um, hmm, I don't know how to handle that. Um, Justin, the, um, <laughs> hang on, Justin. Ju- Justin's a judge, so I'm going to just, I am Justin separately here. I I would toss that out. You, you're not going to count that? I, I wouldn't uh, count it. Okay. So the judges have said that we're not going to take that as an answer, so what, I'm was sorry. It, was it because I didn't say, I, I said what? Yeah, you did. 
Okay. Okay, uh, Michael? What is Toy Story? Uh, yeah, we will accept that as an answer. Uh, <laughs> what we were looking for is what is Toy Story? I thought he didn't work on Toy Story 1. I thought he worked on Toy Story 2. Shit. Okay. Uh, oh, well. Eh, fair so Mike is, Mike is now back in control of the board. Uh, what, what, are, what are the scores we're looking at, Justin? Um, Brian is at 42. Mike is now at 105. And Tony is at 31. Is that 105,000? Yeah. Wow. Poop. <laughs> you want me to give you some of my points, guys? <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just waiting for you to fuck up Final Jeopardy. So yeah, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna like lose it all at some point. But okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, what a dick! I'm gonna just send him a puck build a piece instead. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay, so Mike is now in charge of the board. Um, we've got four categories left in anime and manga. Uh, we've got one left in film and television, and one left in comic books to close those out. Okay, let's go with. Um... 800 for uh, anime and manga. Okay. Anime and manga for 800. Spike Spiegel of the anime series Cowboy Bebop is a practitioner of this martial arts fighting style. Uh, I heard Yojo, so I'm going to go with Tony. All right. Uh, my answer is, what is Jeet Kune Do? That is the answer we were looking for. What is Jeet Kune Do? Is the correct fighting style that Spike Spiegel is a practitioner of? That is the fighting style of Bruce Lee. Um, okay. Uh, Tony is now in control of the board. Uh, let's go ahead and close out anime and manga, I guess. No, there, there's still three more in anime and manga. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, what do we got like right now? I'm, like, confused almost. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, anime and manga, uh, 1,200, 1,600, 2,000. Film and TV, 2,000. Uh, comic books, 2,000. I'll go for film and television for 2,000. Film and television for 2,000. Stuart Townsend and Tom Cruise both portrayed this egotistical French vampire. Uh, that is Tony Jackson who buzzed in. All right. Uh, my answer is, who is the vampire Lestat? That is correct. The answer we were looking for is, who is the vampire Lestat? We would have also accepted, who is Lestat the Lion Corpse? All right. So um, that closes out film and television forever. Um, Justin, what does that bring our scores to for our contestants? Brian is at 42. Mike is at 105, and Tony is now at 59. I will take uh, comics for 2,000. Okay, closing out comic books for 2,000. In the post-crisis DC universe, this grasshopper-like humanoid insect is a reoccurring foe for the Man of Steel. Grasshopper-like? Really? Um. Superman fans, <laughs> Superman fans are going crazy. Is that, that Tony buzzed in? Well, I'm gonna lose my points on this. Fucking grasshopper-like folk. Oh. oh god, that's man. Oh, that's fucking Marvel. I think. 
crap. I'll go for it. Who is Ambush Bug? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Ambush Bug is not the answer uh, we were looking for. Uh, <laughs> is that Mike who buzzed in? Yes. Uh, what is your answer, Mike? Who is Helgramite? That is the correct answer. We were looking for who is Helgramite in the post Thank you, Mike. You and your <laughs> I only know that because of Derek. He is a grasshopper-like humanoid insect that is the reoccurring foe for the Man of Steel. Now I'm, See, I, I'm, I'm a Superman fanboy, and I'm teaching other people to be Superman fanboys, too. Teach them less. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I'm still curious. How did I? How did I relay that to you? How, why do you? Um, I forgot. I think you said like you said something like uh, I I forgot. Like I think uh, did, didn't he die in Inf- Infinite Crisis or something? Or I'm not um, sure. Like I, I, I forgot. You you were like uh, you you were talking about something, and you were like, oh, and that new lame like Helgramite like dies or something, and I was like, uh, who the hell is Helgramite? And, you were like, oh, it's this weird like bug guy that Superman used to fight, yeah. and you were like, I think you like you were you were like he showed up in JLU as a cameo, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah. Okay. To, to my credit, Ambush Bug is a bug, and he has big eyes. Well, he is a bug. He's not even he's not even Marvel. Like he is DC, but he's not really a bad guy, and he doesn't really fight Superman. Like he's more of a joke character, I know. Yeah. 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 So okay, so um, so that closes out comic books forever, and puts um, puts Mike in charge of the board, um, but all that's left are the uh, varying degrees of anime and manga. Okay, let's go with the next uh, anime and manga, then. Okay, uh, the next anime, highest is... anime and manga for 1,200. In the anime series, Naruto, the fourth Hokage, sacrifices his life to seal this demon... Inside the newborn Naruto Uzumaki. <laughs> Why not? Shit. <laughs> uh, Tony has buzzed in. Do, do you want me to provide some like ins- inspirational music in the background, like Tony, <laughs> no. where you get your second win, like? Tony, 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 Tony. Well, I, I know what it is, but I mean, it's probably not going to be judged correctly by the judges. But oh, God, I'm trying to think of the damn name of the damn character. It's like fucking Japanese. Um. Well, just uh, just to make you feel better, we're not looking for anything in Japanese. It is what is the nine-tailed fox demon? That's that's what we're looking for. That's the correct Zero. answer. <laughs> what is the nine-tailed fox is the correct answer. That is the uh, demon that is sealed inside Naruto Uzumaki by the fourth Hokage. So uh, Tony has the correct answer. Um, he has control of the board. Uh, what are our scores looking like, Justin? Brian is at 42. Mike is at 125. And Tony is now at 51. Okay. Tony is in control of the board. All right. Uh, well, I've got so many choices, so let's go for 1600 in anime and manga. Anime and manga for 1600. A telepathic cactus with mind control abilities appears in this spacefaring anime series. I think I heard Mike, but 
Is that right? What is what is Outlaw Star? That is the correct answer that we were looking for. What is Outlaw Star? A telepathic cactus with mind control abilities does appear to torment Gene in Outlaw Star. Mike now has control of the board, um, but there is only one category left for round two. Okay, then. Well, I guess I'll pick that category. (laughs) Okay. Anime and manga for 2000. This cruel mass murderer is not only the main antagonist in the anime Trigun, but is also revealed to be the brother of the protagonist, Bash the Stampede. I believe I heard Tony. Did I ring in? Am I the only one? <laughs> yeah. I thought of it, but too late. <laughs> All right. Um, my answer is, who is Millions Knives? That is the correct answer. Who is Millions Knives is the answer we were looking for. Millions Knives is a cruel mass murderer, the main antagonist in the anime Trigun, and is also revealed to be the brother of Vash the Stampede. Did you have fun, dear brother? I did, yeah. Best thing that ever happened to me. That closes out anime and manga... And it closes out round two. This is going to be the final Jeopardy round, final Jeopardy round of Fanhole's Jeopardy. And so now, uh, Justin, why don't you regale us with what the current scores are for all the contestants? Ryan is at 42, Mike is at 141, and Tony is at 71. Okay. Now how this is going to work is just like the real Jeopardy, each contestant is going to write down their answers. But before they do, each contestant is going to pick an amount that they're going to bet. Now, what you're going to do is you guys are going to IM me that amount right now. So go ahead, and this can be anywhere from a minimum of $5 to the maximum amount of money that you have currently. And I'll let you guys know uh, when I have IMs from everyone. I, uh, as far as I can tell, I have IMs from Brian and Tony. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah I just I just sent you mine too. And now I have an IM from Mike. Okay. 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 All right. All right, this is the final Jeopardy question. The surprise category is literature. God crap. Okay. Put me in the butthole. (laughs) This is the clue. In the Philip K. Dick novel, Do androids dream of electric sheep? This animal is one that Rick Deckard wants to buy desperately. I'm going to start playing the theme song, and by the time the theme song is over, I expect an I am answer.
Okay, so the time is over. And now we're going to reveal what each fan hole wrote and how much they bet. Okay, my first I am is from Mike. So, Michael, what did you bet? 20,000. Uh, 20,000 20, was what Michael bet. And Michael wrote, What is an ass? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Mike has so many points, he doesn't give a rat's fuck. Okay, uh, that is not the answer we were looking for. Uh, so, what does that bring Mike to? His grand total, um, Justin? Yep, that's what I got. 121. Okay, Mike's at 121. Okay, the next person on my IM was Tony Jackson. And Tony Jackson bet 3,000. And Tony Jackson's question was, or answer, was, what is a dog? Uh, what is a dog is not the answer we were looking for. Uh, what does that bring Tony's grand total to? Tony is now at 41. Okay. And uh, last but not least, uh, we've got uh, uh, Brian. Uh, Brian bet 200, and uh, he answered, Who dat, unicorns? <laughs> uh, so I guess the answer is, uh, who is what is a unicorn? Um, that's not the answer we're looking for. I'm sorry, Brian. Um, and so that, so no, nobody got the answer correct. Uh, it's going to be answer, a fucking hamster or guinea pig, isn't it? Well, the answer we were looking for, um, this is from the novel of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Um, the answer is, what is an ostrich? Rick Decker, oh, fuck. Really, really Why would you dream of that? <laughs> ostrich. Um, Harrison Ford. So, um, well, you know, I, I think I mentioned it on some podcast that I was fascinated by the idea of uh, Harrison Ford jumping over rooftops to catch <laughs> an ostrich. I thought that was uh, a funny imagery, but um, I don't know that anybody remembered it. So uh, that was our final Jeopardy round question. Uh, so I think uh, that still leaves Mike in the lead, and uh, unless I'm mistaken, but let, let me know, Justin. Mike is the winner. Okay, Mike is the winner of the uh, 100th episode of Fanholes, Fanholes Jeopardy. So uh, Mike will be getting a uh, Marvel Legends Cyclops. Uh, Brian, for playing, will be getting a Marvel Legends Wolverine. And Tony Jackson will be getting that long-awaited spell leg that I've been promising to send him. So. Yep. And a Wolverine. No, <laughs> <laughs> Just for going through this. <laughs> I am magnanimous in victory. Oh, <laughs> in fact, you might you might say I'm the most magnanimous person there has ever been in victory. Oh, you're just saying that because you have like a hat with like a chair to put your like fucking cyclops on when you go to work the next day. Look what I won, plebeians. And now watch, I'm going to like get this package from Derek, and I'm going to be like, all right, Cyclops, and I'm going to rip open the package, and I'm going to pull it out, take out all the stuffing, and there's just going to be a metal head toy. Up toy in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mangle you green slime balls. Puck's arm? Puck's arm? What the fuck?
If only if only there was like a classics metalhead figure out right now, I would I would totally do that. Um, all right, so uh, that wraps up Fanhole's Jeopardy for this evening's podcast. But I, I, I will say one thing: I did. I think I did uh, do comeback of the night though. Yeah, you guys, you guys all did great. You did a good job. I mean, yeah, I, it, I, it really went back and forth there for a long time. No, yeah, after first round, Mike was like down and out, and then he like came through with. We we all know too much shit. We shouldn't know too much time out. Yeah. <sighs> so I guess that that'll wrap up uh, fan holes uh, Jeopardy. But as you guys know, we also like to do what is our awesome thing of the week. It's our regular segment on fan holes, where we go around and we each, as fan holes, talk about something that was awesome in our world. It could be a book, a movie, something we bought, something we watched or saw or read. So um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll start with the victor, uh, the victor with the death to Brian avatar staring <laughs> at me right now with a little heart over the eye, of course. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, what is your what is your awesome uh, thing of the week? Um, my awesome thing of the week was uh, crushing these stupid losers in Jeopardy. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? No. Oh, it's all right, man. You know, it's just all good. Fuck you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 seriously. This was a lot of fun. Uh, what do you call um My, my real awesome thing of the week is um, I, I got a couple new toys. Um, I got um, uh, Beast Hunter Shockwave, and uh, Tony, I believe you had him before, and you told me he was awesome, and you were right. He's awesome. And, like, pretty much any Shockwave toy is pretty much awesome to me because I like Shockwave. And this is one of the better ones. And I threw that rubber, stupid beast armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. The trash. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. I, I put it aside. But, yeah, it's pretty much useless. But uh, And I also got um a couple. I got um that new Hawkeye Marvel Legend with his, like, current costume, which, like, I don't care for the costume, but the figure's good at least, so that's pretty cool. Like, I'm glad, like, he, him and Scarlet Spider were, like, the only guys I wanted from that wave, so um, until that, like, Hawkeye variant comes out, like, I'm pretty much set with that wave, so I'm happy about that. And uh, I also got Generations Trail Cutter. Which is, he's okay, he's a little short, but, like, I'm just happy I got him. And, you know, now I just need hoist from the current ones that are out, and then I think I'm done with that wave, at least. So, so yeah, some I got some nice toys this week, so that's about it. No, that sounds great, man. I mean, uh, how do you like uh, Hawkeye? Like, is it cool? I know you were talking about you are trying to pose... Yeah, I was trying to, like, older arrows with them or something like that. Yeah, I was trying to, like, get some of the arrows that, like, Hawkeye 1.0 comes with and see if they could, like, fit in his hands, and, like, not really, like, you'd think they would make a, like, bowstring that he could actually, like, flex all the way back to his other hand so he could, like, hold it, but they don't, like, it's all, that his bow is all one big plastic piece, basically, so. Okay. You know, he's he's still a good, like, figure, you know, he's sturdy and whatnot. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So, um, um, Brian, you're next up on my list um, of Skype avatars. What was your awesome thing of the week? Uh, my awesome thing this week was also a toy. I received Quadruple U from Fans Project, which I feel personally is worth at least three Cyclops toys. So <laughs> when I cry myself to sleep tonight, I'll be trying to console myself by <laughs> snuggling up to him. Um, basically, it's a third-party um, weird wolf. So he comes with a headmaster. Sadly, the uh, spinning gear 
gimmick doesn't work, so you can't check his stats or anything. But the head does transform, and I don't know, it's a really cool-looking toy. Lots of articulation. Not too pricey, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with my purchase. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures you posted. They looked really yeah, cool. Yeah, ditto. I thought he looked really awesome. I, it was funny. I was watching some Kikaider today, and like they have all these different weird beast animals and stuff. But for some reason, I was thinking of Weird Wolf because I was like, this is kind of a weird wolf-like character he's fighting. And I was wondering if there was some weird thing in Japanese lore about like, you know, like a wolf with, like, a golden body or something like that. I don't know. It just made me think, like, maybe there's some kind of mythological creature that Weird Wolf is a, uh, I don't know, inspired by or something like that. Well, he is a poetic wolf. He he does sing-songy rhymes. Yeah, he talks like Yoda, basically. He's supposed to, at least, yeah. Okay. Um, so oh, then fear, I guess I we'll move on to uh, Mr. Justin Barber, who was, who was gracious enough to, of course, uh, write many of the literary questions for tonight, and a few of the comic book questions, obviously, and also uh, was nice enough to keep score for us tonight, so thanks, Justin. No problem. So uh, what what is your awesome thing this week, Justin? I've got two things. Uh, the first one is I bought the complete series of the uh, Adams Family, their original 60s series, and I've been watching that most of this week. Uh, I'm almost finished with the, the first season, or the first, I guess, set. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I think my favorite episode so far is the one where um, they try and teach Lurch how to dance. Like that one had me cracking up. My second thing is uh, thanks to Mr. Tony Jackson, who uh, graciously sent me this. Um, he sent me uh, Tomashi Nation's uh, Mighty Morphin uh, Power Rangers Megazord, and I've been kind of playing around with him off and on all week, putting him in different poses. And he's really awesome. He's like, you know, part die cast, and he's got some plastic parts, and he has lots of different accessories. You know, he's got like the, you know, regular sword, and then he's got like an energized, you know, finishing move uh, version, and then, you know, different. Uh, like lightning attachments from his head and stuff. Like he, he's really awesome. I'm really happy with it. So uh, thanks, Tony. No problem, sir. Yeah, that also looked cool. I saw the pictures you posted. Good job, Tony. Yeah, I try. I try. Um, I think. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll just go real quick with mine. I just wanted to say that uh, I've been following up on Smallville season eleven since maybe the last podcast that you guys heard where we talked about it. And I just wanted to say that I've been having a good time reading it. Um, it's also, you know, it's a very quick read, but it's, you know, it's very engaging. And there have been lots of guest stars galore recently. I think, uh, I guess they took that as an open invitation to throw in as many characters as they possibly could that they couldn't somehow do in Smallville. Um, I know Brian is a fan of Booster Gold, uh, Booster Gold from the Smallville TV series does make a return appearance. The Legion of Superheroes make a return appearance. Uh, members of the Justice Society, Martian Manhunter, um, just Wonder Woman is now showing up. Um, so there are all these characters that you get to see, you know, Batman, uh, I guess, quote unquote, you know, Nightwing, which is Barbara Gordon, you know, things like that. So um, I, I've been actually kind of readily just 
chomping at the bit and kind of, you know, ripping through all those stories fairly quickly. So um, I just wanted to throw out, out that as a recommendation. Um, I think I talked with Mike about it for a little bit. And at, at some point uh, we had discussed about how maybe it was getting canceled. Um, but actually, I guess it's just getting sort of rebranded as like different mini series. So like once Smallville season 11 wraps up, it's going to have uh, another miniseries, I think, titled like Smallville Aliens or something like that. And I guess that's going to lead into the whole Smallville crisis on infinite Earths that they had sort of been teasing at since the beginning of the series. So, cool. so that is my awesome thing of the week. Um, that's, a, you know, you can get it in print format, but it's also a digital first type thing where you can get the digital comics as well. So uh, I guess that brings us to Mr. Tony Jackson. Mr. Tony Jackson, what is your awesome thing of the week? Uh, I've got two this week. Um, the first one is plug, plug, plug. I have started a wrestling uh, podcast with a Fanholes fan, uh, Jan Christopherson. He is in Canada. Me and him have started a weekly wrestling podcast called Cam and Infection. You can look it up on Podbean. If you enjoy wrestling and like hearing two guys talk about it, go for it. Uh, some of the fan holds have already listened to it. They said it was, you know, interesting. They're not big fans of wrestling, but they just like this, you know, talking back and forth and, you know, cutting uh, the shit, you know. So even if you are not a big wrestling fan, we try to make it a little bit of fun, throw some jokes in there. So, yeah, again, plug, 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 but still, I'm proud of it. So if you want to listen to it, uh, go to uh, podbean.com caminfection.com and you can listen to me and him uh, go back and forth about the weekly events of wrestling. Uh, my second thing is something Derek sent me. Um, we're going to go over it in a further podcast so I will not give any spoilers. We'll talk about it at length. But I was reading some of the Nova issues he sent me. Really good series. I was really happy with it. It's not mind-blowing. It's not going to, like, change your mind about comics or anything like that. It's not, you know, groundbreaking. But it's a fun series. I enjoyed it. It, you know, hit the right marks. Uh, really good work. Uh, Ed McGinnis and, you know, uh, Jeff Loeb, of, of all people, writing a good comic. Who would have thought? But, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't hate it at all. I enjoyed it, actually. So, uh We'll go into that further on a future podcast, but I just want to give Derek a shout-out for sending me those uh, issues, and we'll talk more about it in a future podcast. But, yeah, it's a good series. You should definitely pick it up. So those are my two awesome things. Cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, uh, I know I listened to the Can-Am Infection, the initial inaugural episode. I know the way we release these podcasts, uh, you know, maybe it m might not be such an immediate plug for people that are listening to this now, but I went ahead and added it to our list of cool sites on the Fanholes blog spot already. So, if you know, obviously, if you're listening to this and you're kind of like, oh, where do I go to look for it? It's very easy if you want to just go down to the cool sites and you just see the Can-Am infection. You click on that, and it will link you to the Podbean page. And then after that, if you want to bookmark it for later shows or what have you, uh, you can do that there. So, um, Much appreciated, sir. Yeah, yeah, you and, you and Jan, like, I thought it was great, top-notch stuff. I mean, I'm not I, – I don't really, uh, you know, follow wrestling, so I couldn't – uh, I, I don't think I was informed enough to know the intrins, uh, you know, the whole, you know, details of, of what you guys were talking about. But um, but I enjoyed listening to it, and I, I look forward to hearing uh, many more. So, cool. Thank you, sir. 
So I guess that wraps up the uh, Fan Holes Jeopardy show. Uh, this is the 100th episode, so it wraps up that. Um, wow, this has been awesome. I mean, uh, you know, just for me to uh, everybody here on the show, I think it's awesome that all five of us are here on the 100th episode. I would have been sad if maybe not everybody was here. So this is awesome that, uh, you know, all five of us are here. And, um, and I'm really happy that we made it to 100. I mean, this is really cool. So, uh, you know, thanks, guys. Like, this is awesome. Like, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, who would have thought, you know? And I hope it goes for 100 more. Yeah, I was going to say, here's to 100 more. Coming to the 100th episode, you know, who knew if we were going to get here or not. I really feel like I've made four friends, really got to know four people. Those people would be Fort Max, Brave Max, Grand Max, and reissue Fort Max. <laughs> We've really grown close while this show is going on, and I just want to say thanks. I'm going to change my avatar to Death to Brian now. <laughs> I can with, own with you, With two Brian. hearts, right? No, with a skull for the eyes instead of a heart. <laughs> no, in seriousness, though, like I really do feel like I've gained four friends, and um, it's been great doing the podcast with you guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, this has been a really fun journey because I was the one who came up with the idea of a podcast at first, but all these guys got you know involved with it, with Derek and Justin and Brian and Mike. They ran with it like a motherfucker, and they made it so much more than I ever even thought it could be. And they they held the banner when I was gone, and they raised the banner and made it something really good. So I would not want to be involved in something like this without these kind of guys, these guys who really stepped up and like made something really special. And I feel really happy to be a part of something like that special. So like all you guys every week, it's not a show. It's not a task. It's not something we have to do. I do it just because it's fun. And that's what I think a hundred episodes should always be about just having fun. And a hundred more episodes of fun is just what I'm looking forward to. And I, I think somebody said it best. It's not a job if you go on every day smiling. And every time I get on with you guys, I smile and have a good time. So, uh, yeah, this isn't a job for me. This isn't something I have to do. It's something I want to do. So thanks for giving me something to look forward to every week. I have something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Brian Death. Like, it's the little red stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, this is this has always been fun. I mean, that's that's kind of what it's about. I hope you guys uh, join us uh, next week or the, the subsequent week as these are released. Um, but if you have any other questions or comments or concerns or criticisms or angry, angry emails, uh, you can send us emails at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. And please go ahead and check out our podcasts every week. Uh, check out our sidecasts. We have a video channel on Blip TV. We've got uh, images on Tumblr, and uh, we've got a Facebook page and Twitter. So you can get in contact with us in all kinds of various ways. So until the next time, this is going to be Derek. Derek WC signing off for 100 episodes. Hey, this was Brian Breakdown. The game was Rick. Hey, it's Mike Thunderwing, the winner. Justin Grimlock. Yes, yeah, Tiny Changlock. My answer really was, what is a dog? <laughs> awesome. I, I, I just want to know, who is the consultant? Who could he be? <laughs> That's a question we may never know. Yeah, we'll never know the answer to. Yeah. Okay, everybody, on three for a hundred episodes. You know the P word. One, two... Three.
because I know you hate my guts or whatever. Like, <laughs> Here's the reference. I, I just like you to look at what number two is on the list of sagas. No, I get it. So, what do you call it? Now, nothing else is mentioned tournament in the rest of them. You gotta admit, for $1,000, it would have been too easy for Son Goku, right? Yeah, I guess I was like, I don't know. Well, when he said finally, I was like, well, Master Roshi's won a tournament before, so I mean, that's not finally. But but Jackie Chan hasn't. Jackie yeah, Chan hasn't. Jackie, Jackie Chan. Oh, I guess what what I mean is, is like, in that one anime saga, which they're designating as the tournament saga, who's the final, you know, that it was like, who's oh, the final? Oh, that's fine, I get it. Uh, Red yeah. flag, confusingly worded. <laughs> Whatever. If it was on Comic Vine, I'd put a little red flag on it. If I wouldn't fix it, I would just put a red flag on it. Uh, you know what I, I think you need to do, Derek? I think you need to be condescending. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. What we were looking for was Jackie Chan. Jackie, 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 Jackie Chan. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to feel bad for you guys when you read the wrong answers anymore. <laughs>